I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. You know, when you look at the pattern as we move forward here, there's going to be two waves of cold, one coming Friday and the Wednesday of next week of this Friday of this Friday and then in the Wednesday of next week. It relaxes, and then there's another surge of cold coming from the first 10 days of December, and that is the surge of cold that I'm convinced at some point we're going to get a storm from the Midwest toward the Northeast. You're listening to Weather Insider for Wednesday, November 24th. I almost said October 24th. That one is <laughs> uh, Meteorologist Bernie Reno, meteorologist Jessica Passon. Jessica, we were talking about this yesterday, and, you know, you know how I, I every there's always a weather phenomena that gets meteorologists kind of interest meteorologists most. Some it's severe weather, some it's tropical storms. You know, for me, it's winter storms. And I, I'm excited about this pattern. I don't want snowstorms. I don't want travel delays. But this is the kind of a pattern that does certainly interest me. Yeah, I think that snowstorms are most interesting to predict this time of year because Typically, you don't have kind of the prime ingredients that you would say in the middle of winter. And that makes things a lot more interesting. It makes things a lot more tricky, I would say, also to forecast. But I do agree with you. We have a couple of different waves that are going to be coming on in. They do bring cold air. But I think that the one, say, the first week or so of December looks a lot more interesting. Yeah. And, and, you know, things can change with it. But let's take them one at a time. First of all, we have our we have our cold front that's arriving. Uh, It's already pushing into the Midwest today. Now that arrives in in the northeast tonight and tomorrow. I was worried that there could be a little wave. I could still see how, you know, you're looking at a period of, uh, of rain ending as accumulating snow, not snow showers. But accumulating snows like in a place like Burlington, uh, in Vermont, New Hampshire, you know, there could be a coating to an inch or two of snow. I'm still worried about that. But I think the biggest threat with this is going to be the possibility of a of a, 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 a roads becoming icy setup. Mm-hmm. you know, late Thursday night into Friday. Uh, across parts of Pennsylvania and New York state. I agree. And it's mostly a concern for, I would say, folks that, you know, might be doing traveling close by, maybe they're not going too far and they're going to be driving back on Thursday night to Mm -hmm. wherever they were traveling from. I do think that that's going to create some issues overnight, Thursday night, perhaps into early Friday morning. And then again, Friday for anyone who's going to be out and about shopping, it's going to be a cold and blustery day. Yeah. And and you know, the, the lake effect looks to be pretty I don't know if I want to say intense, but certainly I think it's more impressive than Mm -hmm. the last lake effect event we had. And, you know, we we know that Syracuse, nine, 10 inches of snow. This looks like a west northwest flow. So I think areas, you know, between Watertown and Syracuse, uh, south of Buffalo, I think there's an area that we will see over a foot of snow with this. 
before it begins to wind down, probably uh, as uh, as we get into uh, our uh, Sunday time, uh, Saturday time frame, maybe by Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening. So, you know, we have all like all day Friday, Friday night, then it starts the weekend on Saturday. So that's a, you know, you know, more than a 12 hour period, although the bands will be moving where there's going to be some lake effect. But as Jess said, the big story is going to be the cold. Then it gets tricky because we, you know, Jess, we were talking about this wave next one coming in across the Midwest. It's going to be Saturday night in the Sunday and perhaps in the Monday where we have a, a, a wave that comes across the Midwest. You've got a strengthening upper low. I'm not sure where that's going yet, but there is the risk for some accumulating snow, probably west of the coast, west of the 95, but certainly that is a possibility in the Northeast and even parts of mid-Atlantic on Sunday. Yeah, this this particular system that comes in later in the weekend, that one's been a little bit harder to pinpoint exactly what's going to happen. The models have also had a really hard time with it. They've been kind of flip-flopping back and forth, but I do agree that looks like more of an interior event, but does look like accumulating snowfall, perhaps across parts of Pennsylvania and interior parts of New York state too. The question is when it goes offshore, is it, is it guided up the coast or out to sea? And if the upper low cuts off at some point uh, in Pennsylvania, I think then you would have to worry about, yeah, I, you know, I'm not looking for more than a coating to an inch mm-hmm. or two with this at most uh, initially, but uh, I think there's the potential in, in Eastern New England, Southeastern New England, if this would be guided up the coast, then, and it strengthens a little bit, then, you know, may, maybe you can get three, four, five inches. I'm not sure about that. Uh, I, I don't I'm not sure how this is all going to come about, but I think that that's certainly potential. And then you get the cold air building behind that into um, uh, in in the Wednesday, in the Tuesday. You have one more system coming through the area on Wednesday. And then there's a brief warm up brief as we get into the latter half of next week briefly in the Northeast. Yes. And then it looks like the system I was talking about, and of course this is still far out, but the system I was talking about was in the December 5th to yeah. 6th timeframe. Yeah. You could see it like at some point what's happening. We're trying to describe this. What we've been seeing is we've had a Northwest flow and we've had these little systems diving to the Southeast, you know, across the Dakotas into the lakes and some of them are a little farther south, some are a little farther north. At some point, doing and, and I do believe you're right, some point fourth, fifth, somewhere in that December 4th through 10th time frame, one of these systems are, is going to dig a little farther south. You're going to get a storm a little farther south. And keep in mind, uh, you, you, we continue to bring rounds of cold air in the northeast. So you're setting up the cold air. Jess was talking about the fact that you, you don't have widespread cold air. By the end of next week, you're starting to get a good a, a good area of a, or a large area where this air is cold enough to support snow. But one of these systems is going to dive southeast. It's going to be a little stronger. It's going to be a little wetter. And then all of a sudden, you're looking at the possibility of a significant amount of snow somewhere from the Midwest, maybe the Mid-Atlantic and into the Northeast. I, I'm not sure the details on this at all, but there, there appears to be 
that's when you have the real shot around the fourth, fifth, and sixth, Jess. That's exactly what we're going to do is continue to build in that cold air. And it's going to be chilly here. We're going to see, I think, rounds of lake effect snow here, likely starting this weekend and lasting all the way through, say, the first week of December. And it is not going to be feeling like, you know, the end of November, the beginning of December, or about, I would say, a couple of weeks ahead of schedule with how cold this air is going to be. Yeah. And, 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 and even stress, I was just talking to our long range forecaster, Paul Passlock, and his thought is that from December 1st to the December 10th, I think it's a little later. I, I think it, it like just things. I think the first really, uh, let's take this weekend system out of the equation. Um, I think the first real threat is probably going to be the fourth and the fifth, you know, beginning the fourth and the fifth, because you, you have a system coming through around the first. So a week from today, that establishes the cold air. And then you've got another system diving south and east. But I think even through the 10th, at, at some point, in this time frame, you and I were talking about this yesterday, before the 12th, there's going to be an opportunity for widespread snows, mid-Atlantic, Midwest, in the parts of the Northeast. I don't have, we don't have the details, but I think that's what you have to be on, on guard for. And each one of these systems, Jess, brings in more cold air. So we're also going to be talking about lake effect snow. Mm-hmm. That is, I think, going to be piling up within the next week to 10 days. Yep, I would agree. And the lakes, they're still pretty warm. They're, they're above warm. average yeah. for this time of year. So they're going to be going here for a while. So I know we don't have all the details, but I think, you know, the first 10 days of December, I think potentially are going to be cold and perhaps snowy Midwest into the Northeast. Not sure of the details, but really look for that time frame somewhere around December 4th, 5th, and 6th. So, you know, just to, and because, you know, I don't, I never know what days it is, you know, so, you know, we're talking by the time we get into the fourth, uh, Jess, that's n- uh, next weekend. Mm-hmm. So 10 days from now, let's see what it looks like, Jess. Yep. We're just going to have to continue to watch how things unfold here over the next couple of days. And or I should say next couple of days to next week or so. And it should be fun to uh, track all these waves. All right. Uh, I hope everybody has a fantastic Thanksgiving. Don't forget to download the AccuWeather app. It's free download on your mobile device. Uh, have yourself a great Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening to today's edition of Weather Insider. For the latest in breaking weather news, be sure to follow Bernie Reno on Twitter at AccuRaino. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and review all of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.